What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We had a technical problem today, so we're going to bring you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment from a different setting. Because both the computers that we normally use for the show stopped working five minutes before the show, and I don't know why. Um, so now we're in my office, and we're over air, and I hope everybody is good. And I'm on my phone for the live chat. So can you guys see us uh, and hear us? Let us know in the chat room. Oh, yeah, it says hello. Um, we have a great show for you guys today. We have uh, we have the cast of Death Count movie coming on, and we also have Taddy Horoshko coming on as an artist. And uh, yes, um, this is my office, so that's why we have a great backdrop, because uh, this is actually like my office. Um, and I'm trying to get onto a different computer real quick. Um, and so while I'm doing that, let's also say hi to Ron, who's eating pinwheels. I'm so dumb with this show, you have no idea. <laughs> Every week we have another bullshit. This is a, no, we don't. That's actually not true. Jimmy, you need new equipment. It's not has nothing to do with the equipment. It's a three thousand dollar computer. It just stopped working right before the show. What do you want me to do? I'm having another pinwheel. Right okay. Now. Well, we need to keep going. So we got a great Very show for you guys today. Marshmallow. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I'm trying to get into the other computer so I can see the chat room. Um, we have a fun show. We have the cast of Death Count movie coming on. Sarah French, B.J. Mezik, Devony Pin, and cinematographer and director Michael Sue. And then we have artist Taddy Horosko. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, um, and I just want to make sure you guys can hear us okay because I don't have anybody talking, so I can't hear anything. So I don't know if it's working. Oh, they all love the all thing in the background, though. Yes, love the shirts. So uh, what's up, chat room? We have B. Claudia in the chat room, Don Hinton in the chat room, uh, Backpack John's in the chat room, Cindy Ladylake loves the shirts. Um, can you hear okay, B? I see you writing yes, you can see. Backpack John, so what's up, everybody? Oh, look at you. Don't do that. <laughs> Anyway, Ron's upset because we're not in our regular setup, uh, but there's nothing I can do about it because three minutes before it'll take me 15 minutes and then we would be late. So it's and it has nothing to do with our equipment because it's not our equipment. It's our computers. It was equipment, but they shouldn't. They, sh they were working fine. I did a test this morning at eight o'clock and everything was fine. And then it just stopped working. 
Um, so I don't know what it is, but there wasn't enough time to try to figure it out. And uh, I'm going to try and get into the chat room on my other computer here so we can see what's going on because it's very difficult. But, Ron, you got to talk some because I can't try to fix everything and talk also. So please help say something to everybody. My mouth is full of pinwheel, marshmallow, chocolate, delicious. This one's not working either. I don't know what's going on. Now my teeth are going to be brown from the chocolate, and it will look like I have teeth missing. No, you won't. But I have no time to brush my teeth. See? It's like what is missing already. <laughs> See, the, the, I'm hungry. Something happened though with all the mouses. So none of the mouses on any of the computers work. They all stop working. Um, so I'm unable Not to like mouses, open anything. Mice. No mouse. This is a mouse. Mice. No. Well, more than one mouse is a mice. Not in a not a computer terms. It's not. <laughs> I'm still trying to get this like fixed. Um, because um, mm -hmm. I would like to do this from the other room. So, you know what? Let's take a quick music break because I want to see if I can, like, fix it because Ron's eating and I can't fix things and, and talk at the same time since he's not talking. Uh, hey, uh, uh, Juan, let's play uh, Johnny West making love and let me see if I can get things going. You look like you could use some extra woman, baby. And I don't mind. I could be that guy to take you on. And you know I don't want to be the only one performing, baby So tonight, inspire me to write a couple more right mood songs from the desk Until dawn Cause I don't want to fall in love Over and over again No, I just want you to feel my love Tonight you'll be born down a bit i don't mind a slow dance but i rock it quick and no time for tricks but i'm showing off i like to show you off to all my friends stone cold stunner with a stone cold woman i'm my own i'm nothing i could do some love and approaching you i'm hoping you are open to a night with me to go for food romance for me it is overdue take a break and the dude's all over you i can play the game because i know the rules i had you in my sights and i chose to shoot this fella is really than all i cut the stuff peeking like Nicki minaj the jealous of others and mellow this fellow is eloquent never been off and he's in the red
everybody. That was Johnny West. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't get it fixed. I, not, not a single mouse works on any computer. Um, so I can't go. I have another computer that's up, but it won't work. And uh, I can't get into to Google Chrome to try to like log in because the mouse won't work and there's no other way to move it. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm trying to get onto the YouTube uh, so we can uh, be part of the chat. But anyway, Ron's done eating, so say something to everybody. Nice. Nice. Oh, now there's somebody at the door. You know, I, I'm leaving. You know, this bullshit about not working in the studio really stinks. COVID has destroyed all of us. If we were in a studio, we wouldn't have any of these problems. You know, but it's like a home movie. It's it's cheesy and corny and creepy. And I'm I'm a pro professional. I mean, I've only worked in studios all my life in television stations and things like that. Here we go. Here we go. And stage. You know, I've been live on stage for 40 years. And all right, we had screw ups on stage. One time I was working uh, a benefit for uh, Elizabeth Taylor Foundation for AIDS Research. And Tommy Femia, who plays Judy Garland and sings beautifully in his own voice. And I had lines to do after I introduced him. Well, we were in drag. I was in drag as Jane Russell, and he was in drag as Judy Garland. When I left the stage, going down the steps, the heel of my high heel got caught in the hem of my gown, and I tripped and I fell with the microphone in my hand, and I hit my hip. Well, of course, you know, obscenities came out of my mouth because I was in pain. And all I remember is Tommy Femia said, Jane, get up. We have to do lines. And I thought to myself, this business has no heart. I thought I broke my hip. And Judy Garland's telling me, up, we have lines. Anyway, uh, things happen in our business. But if you're in a studio, the chances are much less. Now, I'm going to suggest to you one thing. If you're on a first date with somebody and you want to be very romantic and sexy and alluring, do not eat chocolate because look at your teeth. Actually, your teeth look fine. Look, I've been licking them with my tongue. (laughs) So, Because chocolate gets stuck to your teeth. And who wants to kiss a mouth that's got chocolate stuck all over their teeth? So, you guys, we have a bunch of people in the chat room. Let's We're say friends. hi to everybody. We have friends. Don Hinton on. is in the chat room. Big Sarah French fan. Uh, Hub Reynolds Jr. is in the chat room. Lady Lake is in the chat room. B. Claudia is in Germany. Dave from Stars Now UK. Dave, we have two beautiful women coming on and then two dudes uh, coming with her with them. Um, hang on. Who else is in the chat room? Backpack John is in the chat room. Uh, Teresa Sabin is in the chat room. So what's up, you guys? We are going to have a good show. We started out a little rocky, but it'll be fine. Everybody says they hear us no problem. I look like shit. Your lighting is terrible. I look 140. You know, we don't have lighting because that... I know, but your lighting is making me look like I have this wrinkled face. What do you want me to do with it? Stick it up your ass and light up your (laughs) eyes and shoot them out as rays. No, where do you want me to put the light? Don't. I just told you where to put no, it. No, come on. I don't know where anyway, to put it. They're already no, here coming look at in. This, look, at, look at this line. With Which side? How come I can't? Look at the line here. There's nothing I can do I about it. I don't have that line. So look what do you want it. me to do? T- turn it off? I can turn this off. You like I it better like that? Thousand. You like it better like that? Better. Okay. Yeah, it softens the face. Okay. Otherwise, you look. Now I look. 82. Because now we can't put, we can't, that other light thing doesn't fit into this computer. This computer's too new. No, that's nice. It's soft lighting, it's romantic. There you go. All right. Uh, they I mean, say they can't see the line I really don't and that sh- you look fine. Yeah, I really don't care what I look like. I just don't like to look old. You never look old. Old doesn't work for me. I'm not happy with old. 
you know, I don't look anything like I did when they I was... They say you look like an Italian good fella. <laughs> that's what Ralph well, right. That's why I play gangsters all the time in movies. I wish they would cast me as an Irishman or a Swedishman. So, Swede. you, so you guys, real quick, we're going to start bringing on guests because yes. some of them are here. But real quick, we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. And uh, Juan, let's go ahead and bring in Devaney and uh, Sarah and see if we can hear them. Hey! There they are. Look. Hello, hello! Hey, Devaney, say something. Let's make sure we can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. The first two here of the four coming on. And we want to welcome the fabulously talented and beautiful women, Devaney Penn and Sarah French. Hello and welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, excited to be here. Thank you. It's going to be fun. Ron, I was hoping you were going to wear that that hair you were wearing on Saturday. You look so great with it on. <laughs> <laughs> she was hoping you were going to wear the hair you wore Saturday. You look so great with it on. No, I, no, I, I, I have uh, my fake pubic hair on. <laughs> I have, I have fake pubic hair. I wrap it around my penis so I look young. Because you know, when you get old, you lose pubic hair. It gets bald. <laughs> So I would like a nice shit. lush bush again. Meanwhile, I'm furious because I can't hear what you girls are saying. Yeah, well, speak up, you guys. Oh, we, yeah. had a, we had a technical difficulty I'm two minutes before air. the show, and now we're going over oh, air. No, no. Get headphones. Right. But all I want to say is that Sarah French is probably one of the hottest properties out there today. And the chick with her ain't so bad either. They're both, <laughs> they're both definitely working girls. And names that you should remember and films that we're going to talk about that they're in. Well, they're all coming today for one specific film, which, which by that? it's called Death Count. And I watched it and I freaking loved it. I was like, holy moly. And I have to give props. And I don't know if they're tuned in or not um, to the Mahal brothers. But uh, to me, next to uh, Devaney's husband, Brandon. Right. And, uh, and, and next to Marcel Waltz, they're probably like the next best film indie filmmakers you know like out right now all their films you know they really have a good quality to them and we're going to talk more about it and we're actually going to play a trailer but uh, a, for a, everybody a, gets a little uh tease for all of our watchers marcel has knocked out a film that stars sarah french that i know about and i'm dying to see it and i cannot wait i'm on pins and needles uh when are we going to see it a little sneak preview send me something <laughs> You got to talk to Marcel about that. You got to talk to Marcel about that. <laughs> I mean, that film is going to be absolutely the blockbuster of the year. It's, it's going to be incredible. I like love it. So, so let's let's do this. Let's do some bragging for these two. First of all, first of all, you guys say hello to the, everybody in the chat room because um, we got a bunch of people in the chat room. So both of you wait, guys, wait, say hello. Hello. why are you in the? Hi guys. I'm pushed out. What are you? Because it's your studio. No, it's just I don't know. Can move your no, move. No, 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 the no. camera can't move. It's not like the other camera. You got to yeah, move the chair. How come it works for you and not for me? You're full body, and I'm only chopped up. Oh, scoot over. You got to go that way. The camera's over there. Yeah, right. Oh. That's stupid. Is he <laughs> stupid or what? I'm marrying a real schmuck. Let me tell you. There. No, you're still in. I, I can't go any further. No. I'm at the fucking. Well, what is wrong with your <laughs> camera? Hang on. Oh, there How's we that? go. There we go. See, now that looks better. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. You're both so pretty. 
We have, you know, we have Jane Russell and Marilyn Monroe. Because Jane was the beautiful brunette and Marilyn was the beautiful blonde. And the two of you together, you should do a musical. Wouldn't that be fun? Can you guys sing? Yeah, I, ironically, um, Marcel and I were supposed to be doing a horror musical, but um, it got held up in um, in development, unfortunately. But yeah, it's actually the top of my bucket list to do a musical. I have a, an opera background. Oh, do you really? Cool. You know, I would like to see the both of you singing with just two little girls from Little Rock. <laughs> I, would, I would actually love to see Sarah French sing. I think she should give us a oh, display that's... right now. <laughs> <laughs> If you took a, tr a couple of training lessons, you'd be surprised how a good voice, uh, uh, what the hell am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Coach, a voice coach, bring out your voice. Everybody has a singing voice. It just may not be like. Good. Like. like <laughs> good. <laughs> but, you know, it's called acting a song and you pull it off. Yeah. Yes, very much. I would so. love to see called up sexy like years ago in the 1950s, <laughs> looking gorgeous I and glamorous. And completely out, agree. Yeah. You know, we don't have that anymore. We have you, beautiful girls, having your tits chopped off and blood coming out of your face. <laughs> I mean, that's not pretty. <laughs> I want to yeah. say pretty. It depends on your, your definition of pretty. I've seen Sarah French look really fucking hot in tons of blood. Just saying. Sarah will tell you I do not like bloody movies. In fact, she said, watch my movie, but Ron, it's very bloody. And I watched as much as I could. I, I was gonna say it. you're I gonna love Death Camp. This is the Wait, did, Ron, did you watch Death Camp? No, I, that's the one we saw that was full of blood. No, 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 no. Hang on. Fuck how do I turn the volume off on this shit? Which one is the one we saw with the uh, you, parts were blowing up and guts were hanging out? That you didn't watch Death Count. No. But that one has a lot of it. It's, I can't wait to talk about it. It's really like good. But while we're waiting for the other guys to come on, starting with you, Devaney, first of all. Uh, Don Hinton is in the chat room, and she's like a huge fan of both of you guys. So if you guys could both say, "Hey, happy hi to Don." Hi, Don. Thank you for all you your love and really support. You have some fan base, the both of you. You're really very famous. I think you two are probably two of the most famous girls in film today. In horror films, especially in horror films. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know about that. I was like, well, I think like, we used to work on horror, right, Sarah? I don't, I don't know about like so. cinema and shit. <laughs> working on it. We're working on it. Working on it. I think what helps is we love horror. Yes. We love horror films. So we're fans. Know, we love so it, it, you know, we know what fans want, you know? Yep. Exactly. Well, there, are, there are a few names in the business that are good. So it, it, you know, Your know. names, and I really like uh, Sherry Davis. She, you know, she plays tough, like, I'm going to beat you up very good. And I like <laughs> Davis. I think she needs a lot of breaks. Of course, she's not as fortunate as both of you are having the breaks that you have and a lot of talent also. As I said before a million times, Sarah surprised me in blind, pleasantly surprised. She gave me a performance that sticks with me till today. That's right. Um, so hang on a second. So don't I wanna... interrupt me, you homo. <laughs> Stop. I hate you when you do that. No, I want to like... These fucking faggots. Uh... They love to shout hang out. Hang on, we got to bring other people Shut in. Up, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Michael, bring in. It. Bring in Michael, you guys. Yay! Yeah. Hello. 
Hey, hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How's everybody doing? Terrific. We need some direction in here, Michael. <laughs> yeah, Michael, come on. Uh, I, I'm actually doing a little location scouting. Uh, there's a there's a guy back here. I don't a know shark. if you see him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm prepping my next film. So uh, I'm doing some location scouting today, and and uh, I made some time to jump on and hang out with you guys. We love it. So if you need us to see Fairy Mary to get eaten by a shark, grab this one next to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so wait a second. So Michael, we've never actually, even though we know who you are and we're friends on Facebook, we've never actually like met. So um, so you're a cinematographer and a director primarily, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, you guys. This is Michael Sue. Uh, say hi to everybody in the chat room. This is Ron. You've never met Ron. We've I'm, seen I'm, a, a, I'm a wonderful actor. Jimmy Starr is a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've met you both at different premieres uh, when we really? did Art of the Dead. Yes. Yeah. Oh, when we did Art of the Dead. Yeah. I met you guys there. Bitchy yeah. over here doesn't remember anything. That's hilarious. <laughs> Good, good for you. Okay, so now we no, only Jimmy have... and I are fighting today because I tell him all the time, I do not do unprofessional anything. I work out of studios. All, I'm in the business 64 years. I've worked out of movie studios, television studios, and on stage. He's upset because all now, of our equipment fell yeah, apart five minutes and, before and the every, show. Every, <laughs> every, fucking week, every fucking week, it's another story. Last week, we had to kick somebody off because the jerk didn't know how to get his voice going. I mean, people come on our show like retard. You know, we have five million people that are watching you right now live. So don't fuck up. Do the best you can. Sarah, tell the, pull that blouse down. We need more ratings. You no. up there. No, listen to Oh, me. my God. She's freaking out. She's been on the show and knows you. And, and, and you too, Michael. Michael, you're cute. Stand up. Unzip your pants. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get more I mean, we need viewers. Don, Don and them are like freaking out in the chat room too. So we do. Well, we do the DMs. Maybe we can make. Maybe we can do that. Virgin Mary look. Look, the brunette's giving me the Virgin Mary look. Like we love. Oh, I'm a virgin. I'm shocked. No, she's not. She just had a baby, so we her. know she's she not. Had, I know who she is. You think I don't know who she is? I know. Well, you're like yeah. acting like you don't know who she is. Of course I know. Don't we know each other? How many times have we met? Fifty. A lot. <laughs> Didn't I tongue kiss you the other night? Yes. I, I stuck my tongue so far down the throat it came out of her ass. No, really. <laughs> I love you. I was really tipsy. It might have actually happened. <laughs> you know my mother used to say in Italian, I'll translate it, who teases you, loves you. That's right. And that's true. You only tease the ones you love. Otherwise, who gives a shit about fucking people if you don't even talk? That's right. Yeah. So here's what I want to do. One at a time, starting with Devony and yeah, then yeah. Sarah and then Michael. Just tell us before we talk about death count, because I want to give BJ a chance to uh, get in here. Um, tell us whatever your most recent couple of things you got going. I know Devony was in Thailand for two movies. Um, so tell us it. a little bit of thing that's going on real quick, uh, and then we'll let everybody do it, and then we'll bring BJ in in one second, and then we'll start talking about death count. When you were in Thailand, did you find out who tied it? That was no. Terrible. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, it's, I'm going to give Jimmy that joke to Jimmy. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Devin. Tell us what you got on. Uh, so, I guess, yeah, really quick. So, obviously, Death Count's out um, this week. What, what's the date? I don't even know anymore. I think yesterday, um, I have a new film out called Of the Devil. 
And uh, that's an exorcism film that's now out on DVD and VOD and Blu-ray. Um, in October 9th, oh my God, don't kill me. I'm sorry, I'm not prepared today. Um, in Octo- early October, I have a new movie coming out through Cleopatra Entertainment called Frost. Um, and that oh, is getting a DVD, Blu-ray, and um, a vinyl release. And yeah, uh, uh, following that is the first of my two um, my two Thailand films. It's a World War II epic called Battle of Saipan. That will be out in November. I think you might be the first to hear that. And um, and then I have several several others coming out earlier in the year, but I'm going to focus uh, on these for now. I'm also in another week uh, filming my latest one, a slasher with uh, Bonnie Ahrens from The Nun and Michael Frey. Called Camp yeah, I love that one. <laughs> All right, Sarah, go. So one of my new movies just came out called Dawn, and that one is a um, serial killer posed as a rideshare. It's a thriller. That one stars Jackie Moore, Jared Cohen, Michael Pere. We got Eric Roberts. Super excited about that. That just came out. So definitely check it out. Definitely check out Death Count. Um, and also uh, Joe, Marcel, Dominic, and I just started our new production company called Neon Noir. And we Yay! just finished our first film. <laughs> called That's a Wrap. Um, that one stars Serena Vincent, Monique Parent. We got uh, Robert Donovan and um, Dave Sheridan. So very excited about that. That one is a giallo slasher that takes place in a movie studio. I love so, it. A lot of beautiful colors, a lot of beautiful cinematography. We're very excited about that and the new company. And um, I also have another movie called Space Wars. That one, Michael Sue DP'd. Um, Gato Setian directed it. Joe Netter uh, wrote it. Um, that one stars Michael Prey, myself. Uh, we got um, Olivier Gunnier, Jed Rowan, and Tyler Glant. So great cast, a lot of fun. I'm actually very excited about that one because I got to do a lot of my own stunts. I have a question. And I have a yeah. question about that. So I don't understand how G-A-R-O is Gato. It, it's, <laughs> it's Armenian. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, we were talking about it, and I even because I, I always thought it was Garo, and it's Gato. And I've been I calling him Garo this whole time. <laughs> okay, good for you, Devin. All right, good. Garo, Gato. It just depends on the day. There's, there's, a, there's a D after the R, so it's Gato. Yeah. I just want to ask Devony. How did you get Devony? Devony. How did you get the name Devony? Uh, well. Actually, um, Devaney's not my real name. Um, my real name is Annie. Myrtle. Myrtle, right. Myrtle Schwartz. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, in, um, in college, high school and college, my, my best friend was an Italian exchange student. Um, and I, I was very, very active in a lot of, um, a lot of stuff, including musical theater and things, of course. And so um, they called me the diva. And she couldn't pronounce it because she's Italian. So it would come out Deva. So she would always call me Deva Annie. And it kind of just stuck and turned into an inside joke. And then um, I accidentally, at my first audition, introduced myself as Devony because I was just so used to spending time with her. And I didn't want to be like, no, just kidding. My name is Annie because that sounds weird. And so it stuck. And he introduced me to a bunch of people as Devony. And then uh, it's been that ever since. 
I love it. No, but you look like a Jevony. I like it. It's extra. It, it's it's different from everybody. Sets you apart. Yeah. Sarah French. Hang on, no, no. Wait, wait, one more no, thing. We, gotta other, we gotta bring the other guy. We well, can wait one minute. I'm talking. He's to been piece, waiting for five. I'm talking to a piece of ass. <laughs> Sarah French. Is that your real name, French? Yes. <laughs> your last name is French. No. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, funny because a lot of people are like, that's a stage name. I'm like, no, that's my real name. That's right. When I first met you, Sarah, you were Scarlet Salem. Yes. Yeah, that's why. I, I, when I, yeah. When oh, I first Salem. got in the industry, I had a stage name called, and I called myself Scarlet Salem for a number of years. And then when I really started focusing more on film, yeah. it was like 2011 and getting more serious, I dropped my stage name and went with my real name. I love that. Because when I was young, if you talked about a girl and you mentioned French, you got an erection. So I wonder if that French works with you. They think of Sarah French. Ooh, ooh la la. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Whatever I, mean, I know I do. I always get an erection when Sarah's Sarah, 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 if your name was Ingrid Brooke, just looking at you still gets an erection, so it don't matter. You don't need a name like French to get men hot. Go to Michael real quick. Go, Michael. Michael tell us what you got coming Michael. out. Uh, I have a film that I shot that's coming out on Tubi this Friday called Shark Side of the Moon. What is it called? And then, oh, and then uh, August uh, 19th, I have another film that I shot for the asylum called uh, Secrets of a College Escort coming out on uh, Lifetime. So that also comes out. Uh, uh, so this month I have those two films coming out on on uh, one on Tubi, one on uh, Lifetime. And then I'm prepping for my... The, the sharks are flying? Wait, so is it Shark Side of the Moon? Is it like some kind of a Pink Floyd takeoff with sharks or what is it? <laughs> no, it's, it's... Well, the story is, you know, the Russians were building these cybergenetically enhanced sharks humans that were supposed to be their next uh, uh um super soldier okay. and this is back in the 80s and they break out and the scientists have to uh rush to a rocket and then lure all of them in and then blast them off to the space so that it won't tear up the the world so oh, exactly. now they're sharks on the moon and so the when the americans go back to the moon and they crash land on the moon they uh, have to encounter these uh, sharks that are on the moon. So, yeah, sharks on the moon. I, I know how to stop all yeah. wars. I know how to stop all wars. Nobody wants to listen. Get Sarah and Devin and put them on a tank and let them do a strip tease. And you see how fast the war ends. Because all the guys will be too busy doing this instead of shooting. They'll be shooting something else. Okay. Shooting Hold on, let's bring, in, let's bring maybe blank bullets. BJ, come on in. Let's bring in BJ. Sarah, I love hey, you so much. Hey. Hi. Wow. Hey. How do you follow that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Hey, you, I don't know to the show. you already know Devaney, Sarah, and Michael. This is Ron Russell. I'm Jimmy Starr. Hey, Welcome to you? the show. And what do you do Thank for you. a living besides grow a beard? I, I sit in the, the, the back room and listen to this going on and, and try and come up with something funny. How many times have you ever seen a picture of Sarah French naked and it got hot? Don't answer I that. I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my Very wife. Very happily married. You know what? When I was young, I used to say, I love my wife, but oh, you girl. 
I got to say something. Most married straight guys that I know, they're married a long time because I'm old. And they say to me, you know, I'm not so hot with my wife anymore. So when she falls asleep, I go on the computer and I pull up all these young babes and I whack off. And I said, you're like 75 years old and you're still whacking off. Didn't you ever outgrow that? They said, no, you never outgrow masturbation. Is that true? <laughs> well, I, I'm not 75. Um, I'm just going to plead the fifth. Okay, so hang on. So, BJ, we have a chat. You know, you're very good looking, BJ. Too bad you're married. Thank you. Jump with my daughter. So, hang on. <laughs> we have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room because you came Say late. Hi to Astro. Say hi, everybody in the chat room. So, you guys, BJ actually is, is the one who put this whole thing together. He asked me if he could come on. BJ, I had never seen anything that you've done before. Uh, I actually watched Death Count yesterday. You were excellent in it. Devony was excellent. Thank you. Sarah was excellent. Michael, you shot it beautifully. Uh, I want to give props uh, to all of you guys. Also to the other people in the cast, uh, Costas Mandalore, Michael Madsen, Robert Lasarda, who's like gets killed in the first three minutes. Oh, I I shouldn't have said that. Forget no. that, you guys. <laughs> and uh, hang on, wait. And I want to congratulate the Mahal brothers, uh, Michael and Sonny Mahal. We met them at the Art of the Dead premiere. Uh, congratulate them on being like uh, an independent horror film factory that's putting out, you know, really nice quality films for everybody to see. It's it's nice to see some independent films that don't suck. Um, so, so congratulations to them because a lot of the films that we go see, unfortunately, aren't any good. Um, I didn't see your film because I was tipped off by Sarah. He doesn't like the gore, no, so he I, wouldn't I like I went it. to a fabulous party the other night where Sarah French looked, again, magnificently beautiful. It was thrown by Marcel Welch at the studio, and it was an 80s party. We all went dressed as the 1980s. And Sarah told me a little bit about her movie, and I said, I love all your movies, Sarah. But that one sounds really, like, disgusting. Blood, guts, chopping, killing. So I know you have a wonderful audience now that I said that, because there are a lot of sickos out there that love it. The, more, the glorier it is, the eyeballs falling out, the nipples popping off, the women pus coming out. They love that what stuff. What movies are you watching? I was going to say, there's, there's a few things in between that. Actually, hold on real quick. Sarah, Don Hinton told me to tell you that she's your biggest fan, and she's a size. No, I'm her biggest and She's fan. a size 18, so she's literally the biggest, your biggest fan. No. And, <laughs> I'm, I'm, she's I'm, fabulous. We love Don. I'm Sarah French. Oh, she's great. Fan. And I want to go to BJ real quick. So, BJ, I had everybody, before we start talking about Death Count, I had everybody tell us whatever else they've got going on that's getting ready to come out or that's out or that you've worked on. So we'll give you a chance to plug something real quick, and then we'll talk about Death Count. We should have, uh, let's see, uh, Amber Road should be coming out really soon. Um, just came back from the UK filming The Haunted Studio. That was a lot of fun. And hopefully by the end of the year, uh, we also have Night of the Tommy Knockers that is supposed to be November 4th, but there's uh, we're not sure if it's the 4th or the 25th. And then Bridge of the Doomed coming out in November as well. So one will be the 4th, one will be the 25th. There you is, go. is Tommy Knockers really gory and disgusting? They're gory. It's not. It's not. There's, it's yes, part. yes. There's some. There's a couple of spots yeah. where it's bloody, but for the most well, part, it's mind. it's a good story. It's a real good story. I don't mind a few scenes of blood and guts. Even You'll be fine with it. I wrote. We have a few scenes of blood and guts, but when I sit down to a film and it's the same story, ten people go to a room, one by one they get killed, 
And you know, that's what get, this one is. <laughs> they all get stabbed. They get shot. They arm falls off. Their dick falls off. Their nose falls off. It's boring. I mean, all that blood and guts and shit. This it's, one has. It's not. I'm getting turned on. Who did? Yeah, who I don't remember any dicks falling off. So. Wait a second, you guys. Who did the special effects? Okay, let's talk about Death Count, you guys. Joe Castro does the best. It's, it's out right now. Uh, Death Count is out right now, you guys. Like, like I said, it's a Mahal Brothers film. Why didn't you film. let me watch it? Because you? because you. It's that bad. It's really bad. Yeah. Oh, everybody's going to watch it. But now, Jimmy, way, you've seen right? it. Yeah, it's really good. And if, it's oh, a good yeah. film, yeah. and Jimmy, know, you've seen really it, so you know when to cover Ron's eyes. It's it's a stuff. Yeah, but I have to cover his eyes literally, like almost no, every time. Know, every time the bell we, rings, we just sold seventy about, of eighty-one minutes. We just yes. sold about twenty million people to watch the film <laughs> because now they're all saying, "Oh, I gotta watch that fucking film if it's really that bad." Oh, so, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's bloody. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's, it's okay, good so and horrible. Who to, yeah, who wants to give like a little synopsis? BJ, maybe you give us a little synopsis just to give people idea Why without giving away too much. No, because it's his film. I know. But He's one of the big producers you know, on it. Stoll, it's, it's our film, but that's okay. Um, uh, you know, if you're a fan of the Saw franchise or Hostel, this is really in your wheelhouse. So it's it's uh, eight captives. The difference being that uh, we're not killing each other to make it to the next round or to make it out of this uh, the escape. We have to non suicidal harm ourselves to get likes because everything is based on likes anymore and yep. uh, social media presence. And uh, there's some interesting things. You know, we, I think we've all uh, what brutalized cool ourselves concept. pretty good. No, it was a super cool concept, you guys. So basically when you watch the movie, they have to hurt themselves, and, and it's all done live, like on YouTube, and whoever gets the most likes lives. Whoever gets the least amount of likes dies. And then they yeah, it, 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 it happens on a dark web. So it's, oh, it's for all the, the creeps that are in the dark web that like this kind of stuff. And it's really a commentary about what to what lengths do you, us, go to get likes on all these social media platforms. So it's just taking it to the extreme to show what it could be if we go down this road. Yeah, I, everybody knows how hard you have. I work very hard at getting likes. I do naked every morning. <laughs> yeah. So if I don't get any likes, I get you got to be kidding. You got to be kidding. Meanwhile, folks, mm. I have to do horror movies because I'm in them. I was in one movie called The Big Fucking Rat or The Big Friggin' Rat. The big, fat, the big rat. And I was eaten by a rat. The rat ate my arm off. and it No, it ate my leg off and my arm off. And while we were doing it, I thought, wow, this is really weird. But it was CGI. So nothing was done to me. But in seeing the film, oh, it was disgusting to see yourself oh, have is. an arm. That's eaten. nothing compared to this. No, Actually, but, but yeah, we, did, we did all these. No, he opens his mouth. Practically. So all the effects that were in the film are practical effects. Um, so Junior Rubio was our, uh, he was the sculptor and he was all the actuator for all the practical effects. Haley Dunphy was the uh, department head in charge of both beauty makeup and a lot of the scar makeup and also worked with Junior to create a lot of the effects. So it was kind of a team of the two of them and also uh, Nessa came in and you know, the three of them tackled all the makeup, makeup effects. Like there's a there's there's a hand that, you know, Junior created that he molded that had a tube that went in it and a finger 
that could get cut off and the tube was on the inside. I'm not going to tell you where it is, but it's one of the effects that you're going to see in the film. And we were able to use it a few times because after we did it once, okay, that didn't look great. Let's do it again. And he was able to put it back in. And if there ever is a behind the scenes for the big, you know, Mm -hmm. explosion, if there ever is a behind the scenes, you'll be amazed at the way that Junior put this thing together so that we can put it back together, do it again, put it back together and do it again. He was genius with figuring out all the little things that we needed to do to have repeatable effects and the effects that he created for Devaney. Oh, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Those look that so was, good. Like when, when, he, when he showed me and then we decided oh, where we we're going to do up. that. It was just amazing. Right? Right? Just you see it in the trailer that we're going to show fuck up when I'm talking. <laughs> we're going to make a trailer Listen, now. We're gonna... <clears throat> he talks, either a purse falls out of his fucking mouth or the plot of a movie. No, no, they're, they're going to get to see it in the trailer. We're going to play the trailer in a minute. I want to I, get... I ask BJ a question before we go to the trailer. Okay. Yes, Would you object to playing a corpse in a coffin? Not at all. I would. See, that's one thing. If I was in a... They said to me, Ron, you have to lay down in a coffin dead. No, I'm not rehearsing that. No. What about you, Devaney and Sarah? You're actors. Would you like playing a coffin? Would you lay in a coffin and play a real coffin and play dead? I did that yesterday casually. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's how I sleep every night. Uh, Oh, my God. That was great. Well, they look comfortable. So I right. They're very, they're very, they're very plush looking, yeah. but it's actually all really hard wood. Yeah. You would lay in the coffin. Sure. I bet yeah. you Joe would jump on top of you. Would turn him on. First, I want to I want to give BJ props because since I didn't know I uh, since I I know Michael I know of Michael and Sarah and Devaney I've known for a long time especially Sarah I like fifteen years or something, um, uh, so I've seen lots and lots of their work I had never seen anything of you I was super impressed in the chat room they're saying you look very different in the movie uh, but you did yeah. a really good job so I want to give you props you know because I thought you were very believable throughout the whole film uh-huh. and. Um, uh, what I thought we would do is play the trailer. Who wants to announce the trailer? One of you guys, like, kind of introduce the trailer. Uh, uh, director. Okay, director Michael, are you going to do it? And then, Juan, you play the trailer for everybody, please, once he announces Let's it. Let's hope it works. Yes, it'll work. <laughs> okay, uh, here's the trailer for Death Count, a movie that just dropped July 19th, available everywhere uh, on streaming, and you can also order DVD and Blu-rays on Amazon. Hell yeah. Good job. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce myself. I am the warden, and I have gathered you all here to participate in a little game called And Then There Were. Now we're cooking with gas. An audience will be watching you. Whoa, 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 slow down. What's this about a website? Some guy's head just exploded on the internet. Some game or something. Our society has shifted into one built on cyber likes, and it will be incumbent on each of you to acquire as many as possible. 
game is about to begin. Is this where I'm supposed to beg for my life? And you must all pay for your sins. Sins you've committed. This is personal. Someone's idea of revenge. Call for backup. I think we might have found the son of a bitch. Looks like we have company. Now. Ah! <laughs> Where were we? I got you. Uh, is this what you want? You're eliminated. Stay tuned. Yay! So, Demony, they want to know what were you spitting out of your mouth? Uh, <laughs> testicles. What was it, Mike? I don't even. They didn't tell me. They just mixed up a bunch of random stuff in the background to really show me, and then they had me come yeah, to the Yeah, yeah, but it was it was kind of a, a mixture of like like food and yogurt, and some stuff. It was, it was good. All- Everything was edible, so you know. In all fairness, it looks very impressive. Like I did a really yeah. good job. It wasn't that was completely like real gagging because that shit was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why Jimmy screened this movie from me. It's not bad at all. There's there's so Rob, there's so much more than what's in the trailer. Oh, yeah. That's no, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. What I didn't like about the film was the vulgarity. I mean, <laughs> yeah. really. That language <laughs> fucking offends the shit out of me. Yeah. You don't have to fucking watch it then. <laughs> Michael, now I love you. You're on my love list. I actually saw the guy who played the principal. Uh, I don't know his name, but I know he was in Clown Motel too, and so was one of the uh, one of the uh, the detectives in the detective office. I recognized from Clown Motel too, because Ron's in Clown Motel too, and we just saw it the other like last weekend. And I'm uh, the principal. Yeah, he is. Well, then the guy talking about Denny. Denny Nolan, number one. He said, "Yeah, he had he had so many morals and stuff." Oh, he I thought he was the principal. Okay, who was he's he? Was the, the he's the superintendent. He's yeah, the, the one that made the order. Okay. Yeah. Um, On our set, you can't have morals or be afraid of vulgarity because <laughs> the first thing I do when I get on a set in the morning is I say, "Hey, you motherfuckers, are you ready to look like shit on film?" <laughs> so, Sarah, in a way, though, you got screwed in the movie because you had to do something extra that nobody else had to do at the very beginning. Because nobody in the first yeah. round, you're the only one who had to do anything, and nobody else had to do anything. Don't they all got away from Scott. Don't free. give it away. Big That's okay. Mouth. You saw it in the preview. <laughs> she does a self harm. That's that's very you know makes people like cringe. It's it it was very hard. A lot of people watch that and they they just go, oh no, no, not that. You know what? Well, there's there's multiple different things that I had to do, and I remember when I read the script and. So not many people know this about me. I'm very squeamish. I can't do needles. Blood, if it's real blood, it like I'll pass out if I cut myself. It's really funny. It's all reading the script and I was like, Ooh, I hope I can handle this. <laughs> there wasn't much acting when it came to the the you know bloody stuff that I had to do to myself. So that was that was pretty funny. It looks very realistic though. I, I thought all Sarah, the effects looked realistic. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what they do to your face, they beat it up, they cut it up, they bloody it up. You're still beautiful. 
Oh, you could never play an ugly broad in a movie. They would have to do a lot of makeup. Oh. Well, a few times. That sounds like a challenge, Sarah. <laughs> right? No, no, really. Well, actually, Sarah is so well, I, I did a movie where I played a witch, and Michael Sue DP'd that one. And I'm like just this like gaunt, you know, uh, wrinkly, like. Send your picture to me. Yeah, I want to see. What's the name of it? No, send it to me. Not the movie. What was the name of one, Michael? That one's uh, uh, Sorority of the Damned. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I Sorority of the Damned. Oh, the yeah. were very beautiful. The both of you. It's very hard <clears throat> when you're, not to mention names, but there's a woman in our business who's not very attractive. And she always plays witches and horrible people. And it's easy for her because she doesn't have to act. All she has to do is speak. But when you get... <laughs> I didn't mean that to be me. No, I didn't mean that to be vicious. I did not mean that to be vicious. I meant obvious. Listen, it's obvious. But girls as beautiful as the both of you, it's so difficult to play ugly women. It's like next to impossible. So, oh, no, I just wash my face. It's really easy. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> First of all, I think that... Devony, you got guys following you in the mall. Devony, I, I, Devony, I have to say, though, like, your death was the most disturbing for me because I because I know you, and, and they really killed... I mean, like, your show... No, I'm not saying how she killed, but it was very believable. It was very scary, and I thought, oh, my God, and... And, and you're so gorgeous. And every time I see you, you're more gorgeous. Motherhood agrees with you, by the way. And uh, yeah, how's your baby? How's your baby? She's good. She's um, literally like in the last couple of days learning to walk. Kind of cool. Good for Aww. her. Yeah. Good for you. I, last time I think I saw you before the last time you were pregnant. No, you saw her yeah. with the baby at with Sean Kanan's book At Sean's signing. thing, right. Yeah. And yeah. baby was, that was a long time ago. That kid must be working right now. <laughs> She's working. She actually um, she makes a cameo in the movie we have coming out um, in, in October. Frost. No, I know. Yeah. Teasing her. Already an actress. I like love it. A Sean and Sean Kanan uh, Studio City thing. Yeah. No, it was yeah. a Sean book signing. No, no, no their, their book signing. Yeah, we were at their book signing. So yeah. let's let's go around real quick. Uh, uh, so all of you, obviously, I know Sarah and Devaney and Michael probably. Uh, so all of you guys have always been horror fans. Yes, no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. DJ? Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. uh, uh, from being uh, as a kid, I used to work on haunted houses and build haunted houses, and actually had Tom oh, Savini show me how to do blood shots, uh, blood wounds when or uh, bullet wounds oh. rather. When I was 13 years old, I doubt he remembers oh, that, but I'll never forget. Where are you from? Where are you from? Seattle, Washington. Okay, because I've known Tom a long time. So, so what's one of your favorite? Give us three of your favorite horror movies, BJ. Night of the Living Dead. Um, Got to go the with original? that. The original. Uh, the original. I love that. Um, gosh, uh, the original Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. And uh, I really like one called um, uh, Ghost Town. Came out in 87, low budget. Uh, probably nobody knows of it, but I would love to remake that one. It was a Western horror. Gosh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's probably at least in my top 10. Michael, give us three three horror movies that are, you're a big fan of. 
It can't be your uh, own. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be my own. It's going to be things that inspire me, like uh, Hellraiser, Nightmare yes. on Elm Street, and the uh, original Halloween. Though I just recently watched the Rob Zombie Halloween, and it was not bad, you know, overall. But I like it. I think, I think yeah. I'm the only one who likes those. those I movies. loved it. Yeah, no, I, I, okay. I thought as a film, it was really good because he really brought something new to the yeah. whole thing. And he he made some things work that I really liked. Um, uh, the one thing that I kind of didn't necessarily like is that he held back a little bit more on the actual killing and the, the slashing, even though now that I remember the original one wasn't that explicit either. So it's right. just as they started making all the sequels, it just got more and more explicit because they were trying to, they were, they were trying to compete with Friday the 13th and all the other movies that are coming out. Oh, an honorable mention is dead alive by Peter Jackson. Oh yeah. Good one. Amazing. Like the ending of the film, you're scratching your head going, what am I watching? What is this? It's just one of the most, most bloodiest, goriest, endings that you'll ever see like you know lawnmower packing down i like the backstory on rob zombies halloween though where they showed like dag ferk you know as young yeah. michael myers and yeah. all that transpired yeah. i like that a lot yeah i, I, I yeah, love Pop that Dick is awesome yeah yeah, yeah he's have any of you, have any of you ever seen the original invasion of the body snatchers the original yes. black and white yeah. Yeah, I like that. that was an eerie, scary movie. You, yeah. you, you really didn't want her to become a pod. And when she falls asleep under the boards, you say, uh uh. And then the ending is wonderful how he's standing in the middle of the freeway screaming, They're here, they're here, they're here. I saw the remake and it was bad. It was nothing like that. <laughs> so, you know, don't try to remake a classic. I'm telling they, you this. They, they, they did two remakes of that. They did two, two. yeah. They, two. And they were shit. So don't don't try, to, uh, don't try to don't play around with a classic. Go, Devaney. Three films, three or three horror films that you like a lot. Uh, fourteen oh eight. Oh, that's and, a good one. Yeah, that's my, that's my favorite horror film. It's fourteen oh eight. I think it's perfect. That's and, a great one. Uh, the original Martyrs and uh, oh, Sinister. So when did, when you say the original Martyrs, when did that come out? Oh gosh. Uh, you're putting me on the spot. I don't know offhand. Like 20 years ago, though, right? It's before that? No, it's 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 the one that came out like 20 years ago. It's um they made it they re remade it in English here. It doesn't have the same effect. Um, but I, 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 I like movies that get under your skin and in your mind and stay with you and affect you. Um, Hostel, ironically for me, is a is a runner-up as well. Yeah, um, things that suck with your daily life. Um the the kill from um, from Final Destination to the the opening scene with the trucks and the big huge car crash things that oh, like yeah. that mess with your life like on a day to day or stay in your mind and affect you those are my favorite horror films I think the most successful um, as a filmmaker as a storyteller you want you know within the genre you want to affect your audience kind of the same way as comedy you want to get them out of their chair and have a physical reaction to it. And I think those are those films are very successful at doing that. Have, have either of you girls ever been offered a role in soft porn? Yes. And what did you say? No. Uh, no. 
<laughs> Sarah? Sarah? Um, no. I don't think so, but I've been offered Hustler. <laughs> Hustler magazine. You would have done Hustler, yeah. actually. You know? No, I, yeah. I would have done, like, if it was Playboy, I would have done that in a heartbeat. Hustler, no. Hustler's They're, trash. No, I'm talking about a soft porn sexual movie. There are some actresses that we know that have done that, and it really hurt their career because a lot of producers said that, oh, no, we can't use you in our film because there are so many pornography films out there with you. I mean, yes and no, because I know a lot of, like, hardcore. I, I have some hardcore friends um, who are were stars in their field, um, mainstream contract girls and guys, and they successfully crossed over and worked, too. Um, I think because, like, you know, I mean, Sarah's hot. So, of course, you know, and she does these extreme elements. I think horror and porn almost complement each other. Um, and I think to maybe more ignorant audience, they kind of are interchangeable, but there's a very fine line. Um, there's a lot of eroticism in, in the genre, a lot of raw emotional feelings and sensations that can like kind of complement each other on it. And there's a lot of nudity and sex in horror, but I think there's a very important distinct line, um, between them. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with staying within the genre itself and in mainstream film. And there's nothing wrong with doing adult film too. MJ. TJ, BJ, like blow, like blowjob, BJ. I have to remember that. BJ, would you do a frontal nude scene? If the lights were out, absolutely. No, no, no. <laughs> No, Nobody wants to see that. I would, when the camera came in for a close-up, the lens would break. Oh my well, actually, I was uh, Mark Wahlberg's stand-in in Boogie Nights, but nobody there knows you know. get credited with that. Yeah. Well, this thing that he doesn't think it's fair that you always have to show, ladies have to show everything naked. doesn't matter in, in big films, little films, but they never show guys. And he thinks that's like a double standard. That's really I think not it's fair. a put down. Oh, I just want, have you seen X? Speaking of which, I oh, just watched X. X this weekend. No. X, spoilers, um, has some of what you might be wanting there. Um, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I, if it was me, it would be a small film. A little bit, a little bit of my power. A short film. I feel a short film. Standard I white think, issue. I feel it's very, very wrong to show women naked in films and not men. It's a put down to women because the man is so sacred that his penis should not be seen, but yet the woman can be seen all over. I think it's... It's, it's, it's more aesthetically uh, pleasing, frankly. I don't really know. And I, I, no, it's not it like I want to see anybody's dick because I've seen enough dick in movies forever. So I don't need to see dick in a movie. I'm just saying that it's not fair that the woman has to expose herself and yet the guy... Is all, you know what I mean? It's stupid. If you're going to expose a woman, expose a man. Make it equal. Today, that we're, everything is so diversified today, and all we bullshit about is equality. But where the fuck is equality in film? And you know what? There's I think it's starting to happen, honestly. I think the, the new culture is, yeah, is really encouraging more exploitation of men than, than women at, at the current moment. It's kind of interesting. Yes. You know how many women would kill to see Ryan Gosling's wang? I mean, you know, get out there, guys, and do it. 
<laughs> so hang on. I want to go back. Devin, first of all, I think Martyrs, and I don't know, whichever one I saw, the color one, that it's like one of the, for me, it's probably the freakiest movie I've ever seen. It's probably the only one I want to see again. It really disturbed me. Um, and, and they don't oh, usually no. disturb me. This no, 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 really, no, no. really disturbed me. And going yes. to Sarah, we didn't ask Sarah, what are her three films? Yes. Yes. Uh, my three favorites, I would have to say, are one, Child's Play, because that's what got yeah. me into enjoying horror and loving it. Yeah. Um, and then Pet Cemetery, Creepy Kids, oh, I love okay. it. <laughs> and Halloween 3. Oh, Halloween 3? That's like the worst one out of all of them. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's oh, my great. God. I've never heard of that. that. Yeah, that's interesting. How come, Sarah? I, I, I just I just love everything about it. I don't know. That's just one movie that I could watch over and over and over and not get sick That's of. That's where they put the masks on, right? Yeah. Put the masks on mm -hmm. and then all the books and shit. Okay, okay, go yeah. ahead, Ron. I have an announcement for Sarah French. We just got our funding and we are putting our deck together and we should have our money soon for the movie that I wrote, which was titled originally The Gift of Magic, but now we've changed it to The, the uh, Curse of Magic. Sarah French has an outrageous role in our movie, an outstanding big part, where she plays a selfish, mean, cynical, gorgeous Not user, a horror movie. user of a woman. She's a, she's a Joan Collins dynasty bitch personified. No blood, no murder, no killing. That's when we're going to test Sarah French and show the not world test, what, test, a real, what a real, no, test her, what a real actress is. Because Sarah is going to play that so cold, so vicious, so wicked, that the audience is going to start throwing chairs at the screen to hit her. <laughs> They're going to hate you in that film. So hold on. Sarah, you, you guys have stuff that wasn't horror, right? Yeah, it's not horror. Yeah, I mean, I've done a handful of things that weren't yeah. horror. I mean, you know, if it's a great script, um, you know, and all that, I love the character. I count me in. So, real quick, Michael, Michael's got to go. Uh, he's going back to location signing. Michael, congratulations oh, Michael. on everything. You guys, real quick for for Michael, some of his other show movies, Pool Boy Nightmare, Sarah's in it. Um, that he's worked yep. on. Night of the Tommy Knockers is coming out. Yeah, and Bridge of the Doom. So check out all his films. Follow yep, him on that stuff is coming out in November. And this Friday we have Shark Side of the Moon on Tubi. It's free. If you have the app, you can just watch it. There's also another film on there called World of World Annihilation that's been running since uh, December. And uh, on Lifetime, August 19th, uh, it will be Secret Lives of a College Escort playing there. Uh, as well. So, and also follow Michael on Instagram, you guys. He's C I N E D P S U. What does that stand for? Cine D P Sue. That's me. Cine D P Sue. Okay, that. Oh, got it. Oh, yes, Cinema D P Sue. Got it. Okay, so you guys yeah, follow yeah. him on Instagram. All right, Michael. Congratulations on your success. Everybody, check thank out that. Michael, uh, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. See you later, nice brother. Bye. Hope, uh, to you, hope to see you soon. There you go. Okay, so now, okay, what happened to Ebony? She turned oh, sideways. Now, was, now she's sideways. Oh. Now all the men are really getting excited because she looks like she's on her butt. <laughs> what uh, happened to her? Oh, I don't care. It's gorgeous. Definitely. So she, she, she's coming back. Oh. Uh, so uh, so BJ, let's talk with you a minute. So how uh, sure. how long have you been working in the in the entertainment movie field? Because I noticed on this movie it said uh, like Mesic Films or something. So obviously you have a company. Here. No, 
He looks familiar. We just met him. You look familiar. Why do you look we, familiar? We met at Amityville Moon uh, premiere. Oh, so screening. we did. Yeah. yeah, Churchill's movie. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, with, oh, I was right. there with Sherry Davis. And, uh, oh, he was there with Sherry Davis. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I didn't even know that. Yay. Okay. Yeah. I love <laughs> no. Oh, she's she's a sweetheart. Absolutely. Um, I actually, my first project was I was four years old back in Seattle on a local TV station and uh, did a couple things as a kid. Worked with, uh, like I said, the haunted houses and all that. Um, <clears throat> worked on Seven Hours of Judgment with Bo Bridges and uh, thought, oh, here it is. We're gonna start our Hollywood career. And then life happened and uh, wound up going in the army. And uh, while there worked on a few other things in Seattle, which Michael Sue and I were on singles together back in 94, I believe it was. Didn't know each other then. Uh, we kind of make the joke that we've got a 30 year friendship, took 28 years to figure out, um, <laughs> or at least find out about. Uh, so when I was a police officer in Nevada, uh, they shot uh, Father's Day, uh, Kingpin were shot there, and I worked off-set or off-duty uh, security uh, on the set, and uh, the respective directors said, hey, you want to be in the film? Sure, well, bring real clothes tomorrow and we'll put you in the film. I've never found myself in either of the films. I know I'm in the casino in one, I'm in the bowling alley in another, I've watched, I've seen, I don't see myself, so... Um, but yeah, a couple of little projects here and there. So I guess off and on for the last 49 years. There you go. Okay. BJ and Sarah, both. Are you uncomfortable seeing yourself on the screen? I am. I don't like watching me. Ladies first. I'm, I, I like watching myself because I like to see, um, you know, how I did and, um, it doesn't bother me at all, actually. And, and what are you sitting on real quick? They said you're sitting on something. Yeah, they said, I just saw what Sarah's sitting on. What are you sitting on? It says The Shining, they wrote in the chat room. Is there something from The Shining? Oh, yeah, it's a Shining rug. Okay. <laughs> there you I'm go. Actually sit, I'm actually sitting on a, a WWF raw chair. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. And there's Pretty Boy in the background. Yep, we got Pretty Boy in the background. PJ, do you like yourself but, on the screen? Or are you well, we're, very, very cold? You destroy yourself. As long as we're doing the product placement. Oh. Um, I, I I was also part of the editing team for Tommyknockers and Death Count. So I've seen Death Count over 100 times. Um, mm -hmm. and, and the only time it bothered me to see myself on the screen was at the screening in the theater and saw the 40 foot Michelin man up there. So <laughs> otherwise, no. Uh, in fact, I was just listening to an interview yesterday with uh, Mila Kunis and she was asked the same question. And she said that she doesn't watch her films. She watch them one time so that she can critique and improve. And then she never watches them again. I don't have that problem. I've watched Tommy knockers several times. I've watched uh, death count several times. I, I guess we're all got that little bit of narcissism in us anyway. I, you know, I, I enjoyed watching them and they're good films. So it's not, I'm just watching myself. I'm watching everybody's performance. Yeah. And um, Sarah and I, this is a little, I guess it's not a spoiler alert. Now it's kind of a trivia thing since the film is out. None of us filmed our scenes together. Sarah filmed her stuff the week before I did. I think Devaney was the week before that. So none of us actually interacted with each other 
unless there was more than one person in the room on screen. So all of that, Sarah and I going at it towards the end of the film, spoiler alert, uh, none of that. That was actually uh, Ben Strober and uh, Mark Justice was our, our script guys. And, uh, and then Michael Sue a little bit on that as well. So it's um, uh, just to kind of get into the, the performance side of things and, and how well you do. I was a little curious how that was going to come out. Okay. I have a question to both of you. Did you ever see yourself on screen and say, oh, shit, I would have played it a different way. Why did I do that? Yes. I do that all the time. <laughs> I say, oh, fuck, when are you going to give it up? Get off the screen. But I feel I like when you do that, it's, it's good to watch yourself, especially in older movies, because you're like, you know, you see how much you've grown over the years. And... Um, it's good to look back at that kind of stuff every now and then yeah. just to be like, wow, you know, I've, I've really come a long ways. Like if you watch one of, you know, my older stuff, when I first got into acting, I mean, it's just, I'm just like, Oh my God, it's horrific, <laughs> <laughs> but it shows, you know, my trajectory and you know, how far I've come from, you know, 2006 starting to now. So um, yeah. And you can see your uncomfortability well, as well. You're more comfortable with, uh, oh, yeah. especially working with Michael Sue. And I, I've said this many times. I will go watch Michael Sue direct Traffic. He's, I just I love him and love his work that much. Um, but you get comfortable with your director to where you can play with things. Uh, and then your other cast members. When we did Tommy Knockers, which was one of my favorite shoots, we all in the morning would get our sides and say, what are we going to do? to play with this and really get into our characters. And I think that comes through in that film as well. But um, from bloodthirst to this, to the next, to the next, to the next, that's when we shot it. We shot this two years ago, death count. And we yeah. shot bloodthirst right before that. And bloodthirst isn't even out yet. So there's a little bit of a transition of things. And I've seen a, a lot of Sarah stuff and you can see that as well, where that being comfortable and, and seeing your stuff to yourself so that you can critique yourself and thus improve yeah. yourself. So, yeah. Well, and Sarah's, I, I, whenever I start a film, Whenever I start a film, I get in big trouble with everybody because I'm 82 years old. My first movie was 1959. I think I've learned something in 64 years. But these young jerks on the set don't know their asses from their elbow half the time. And there's no rehearsal. The camera, you don't get a camera layout. You know, years ago, your director would tell you, camera's coming left, camera's coming right, close up, two shot, long shot, you know, over the shoulder shot. So you know where you were going to act because you knew what, like, let's say the line is, Sarah French, I'm in love with you. The word you was over the shoulder. They didn't do like today where they cut it and do it. They did it all with 50 cameras. It was a much nicer effect because you had a realism, a natural feeling of what's going on. So I always say, let's rehearse. And they frown upon it. I just did a movie called um, Clowny, Joe Kelly film. And I insisted with Joe, we do a rehearsal. And the whole cast rehearsed. After it was over, they said to me, Ron, I loved it. I feel my character. I feel close to all the other actors and the we We became a one not a bunch of line readers. How do you feel about rehearsal? Both of you. 
you you need it. One, you need it for camera. So the camera knows where it's going, what they're seeing. Exactly. Um, and two, you need it for the actors. We need to be able to play off each other. And, you know, you can be rehearsing lines in the back room all day long, but until you get on set in front of the camera, it's a completely different story. Then you like, you know, the nerves are there. And even for me, after all these years, I get like, you know, nervous. But once you rehearse in front of the camera, um, it just, you know, becomes natural. And then, you know, when they start shooting, then it's, you know, you're good to go. But it's very important to do that. And people that Mm -hmm. don't do that are, you know. Well, I was in a film. We don't have much time. so No, I was in a film where we didn't rehearse and I walked off the picture. And that's what the big talk was all over movie town, Ron Russell walked out of a picture. Yeah, I did. Because I, I, I thought it was horrible what was being done to me and the other actors. And it was a crappy film to begin with. And like I said to the director, your $2 film doesn't impress me. I'm off. Because <laughs> that's, why it, huh? that's why it's good to work with people that you can trust and people that you know um, you know what, what they're going to bring. Because you're going to bring it. And, yeah. you know... It, you just need to work with people that are good. <laughs> I give a shout out to you because we got another guest coming on. Right. Um, the, 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 the movie that you and I are in, my movie, Michelle Kanan is directing, Sean Kanan's wife. Uh, the reason I selected her was because she's Italian, her husband's Jewish. Sean Kanan is Jewish. My characters are Lainey Kazan is a Jewish bookie, and I play the Italian mafia husband. So I thought that Michelle has the idea of what both cultures are. That is so important for a director to understand the culture of the characters before he directs. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> DJ. No, I mean, if you know nothing about black ghetto culture, how are you going to direct a person that's into a black ghetto culture? You have to understand the culture before you could direct. Yeah. Or at least lived in that culture. I grew up in that culture. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to understand it to be able to direct it. I'm from Brooklyn. Why do you think I always play gangsters? I'm from Brooklyn. I'm a gangster type. So, hang on. We got to go back. Okay. So, first of all, everybody tuning in. Uh, we had two other people, but now we have BJ and Sarah. What happened to uh, and uh, What happened to that? The new movie that they've. What happened oh, to that she left, honey. She's not here. She, she hasn't been here for like 10 minutes. She didn't, she didn't say goodbye. <laughs> she, I think she had a bad connection. Never going um, to say goodbye. Um, so you guys, check out Death Count Movie. You can follow BJ. He's on Instagram at BJ Mezek, M-E-Z-E-K. Devony is at Devony Penn. Sarah French is at Sarah French Online. Very important to remember that Sarah has an H in it. So S-A-R-A-H, French Online. Um, check out all their new movies and also... Because I, I looked on IMDb, BJ, you're, you're like an executive producer on That's a Wrap. So you're yes. involved yes. in that also. And yeah. uh, uh, that's Marcel Walsh's new movie that Sarah's in with all the great people. So I want to congratulate oh, both I of you. Say? I want to congratulate both of you oh, wait a minute. on that. Shh, quiet. BJ, you're in that movie? I am not in it, no. Just oh, a producer. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I never Happily asked so. Marcel. I don't ask anyone to be in their films. I'll never resort to doing that. And I've never asked Marcel, can I be in one of your movies? But that is one fucking movie I would have given my left dick, my left nut to be in. <laughs> I would have killed to be in that movie just to have a drink thrown at me. So, I agree. So I want to say, everybody needs to see that one. BJ, I want to say, uh, I'm super happy that you reached out to me. And um, acting-wise, you. you know, I really 
did a great job in Death Count. Sarah knows that we're a big fan. We love everything she does. I hope we work together. You're a nice guy. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Absolutely. And and I know we got to go, and I'm sorry, but I got to throw this in there. You, Jimmy Starr, in your show, and as well as Death Count, are sponsors of... Halloween, Halloween hotness. hotness coming oh, up. Oh, Absolutely. That's going to be fun. So we'll all be at Halloween hotness. Right. You guys, you can get your tickets. Right. Just Google, go to Halloweenhotness.com. All of everybody that you saw here today will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's for the uh, St. Jude's you guys. So it's a right. really good, good, good charity. Good all right, you guys, thank you so much. We'll see you bye, soon. Guys, bye. Bye, bye. Bye. Say hi to Joe. Bye, Marcel. Love we you, love you, Marcel. I'm sure you're there someplace. <laughs> Love
Stefano, over you. We also want to welcome Angela Joseph to the chat room. What's up? And we're going to bring on our next guest. So uh, let's go ahead and bring on Tati. And let's see. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? How do I pronounce your name? Is it Tati? Well, my full name is Tatiana Karoshka, but call me Tati. Tati. Okay. Yeah, it's like my nick. I like love it. All right, everybody. Want now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous Tati. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. This Thank is you. my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell. How are you? Doing? Hi, Ron. I see all that beautiful artwork. I can't wait to get into it. Thank you. you. Yes. Let me see. I put a little bit closer because I cannot Don't hear. Can you guys hear me well? Yes, we can hear you well. Well, that's some painting of Jimi Hendrix. Looks just I got like... some here. Let me move. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, Bob Marley. Wow. Who's the Who's the other girl in the black? Oh, that's Vera Wang. Oh, Vera uh, Wang. Okay. Yeah. And okay. my uh, a friend of mine is working for her, so I want to present her with this gift. It's not still in the process. Oh, I love it. And then uh, who's the guy with the wings? Uh, this is a uh, Cliff Burton, uh, the Metallica drum uh, bassist. Guitarist, yes. Yeah, okay. He, he passed away, I think, in '84. So, oh wow! Oh. Uh, this is actually the group I'm working on right now. It's um, I don't know. Can you see the? Yes. Uh, so it's uh, uh, the lead lead. Uh, I mean, the singer. Um, oh my God. It looks like the guy from Metallica. He is, and I blocked his name. Lars, Lars, something. No, Lars? no, no, uh, not Lars. Um. <laughs> That's okay. I've been painting him for the whole week, and I blocked his name. Hold on, <laughs> James. Okay. His name. Hey, oh yes, James Hetfield. James yes. Hetfield. And I'm the biggest fan, and I blocked his name out. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, yeah. come back. Sit back down with us so we can see yeah. you. So it's in the process. I'm finishing these two pieces. I like love it. So also you have um we have a bunch of people in the chat room. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi everybody. There you go. They're saying your art is amazing and it's beautiful. So Thank so you. tell us a little bit. You're in New York now, right? Yes, I live in Brooklyn. Uh, my studio is in Shipset Bay, and I oh. hear Ron is from Brooklyn too. I'm yes. from. I was born in Red Hook. And I know Sheep's Head Bay well. I used to always go to the Sheep's Head Bay, Bay Diner. Did you ever go to the Sheep's Head Bay Diner? Of course. And it was knocked down a few years ago, and they yeah, built yeah. some they other building. They knocked it down? Yeah. No, yeah. That makes me sad. He hates that. Oh, my God. It had some of the best food you ever want to eat. I know. It was a place to hang out, too, you know? Absolutely. Like I used to go there with all my friends. They knocked it down? Yes, and they built the one on Emmons Avenue. They built like some condo, or, you know. What a shame! All the beautiful things are gone. Yeah, I hate that. So, where? Tell us where are you originally from? Well, I was born in Ukraine in Kiev. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where all the action is happening now. The yes, ugly stuff. And uh, I went to art school there. It was like a professional art school as a kid, you know. 
And uh, it was Soviet Union at the time. So my parents were decided to flee the country. And uh, we were refugees. Pretty much it was, those days we were like, uh, I was a kid and my sister. And um, we just ended up in Europe. And my father had $300. That's all we could bring out with us. And my mom, uh, you know, we had, they had no English, no jobs, but a lot of hope. And, and we ended up in New York. That's a great place for you to be, actually, as an artist, especially. Oh, my God. I love it. I went to Parsons. I started, you know, I continued my education here in Parsons. School yeah, I wrote that down. I went to Parsons, which is a really good school. How, how is Brooklyn nowadays? Brooklyn is awesome. You know, it's actually, I'm very grateful to Pandemia. I mean, I lost very dear people in my life, including my dad, due to pandemic, but I'm grateful. So I could I took time away from the city because all my life was in Manhattan. My, my work, hang out, everything. So I actually could spend time in Brooklyn, you know, at home. And when I was young, Red Hook was poor people. You know, very poor Italians live in a Red Hook. Mm-hmm. Now I understand Red Hook is outrageously expensive. It is. It's, it's become the center of the place to live. When I lived there, you couldn't wait to get out of there. You didn't want to live there. I remember those days too. Well, but I don't, I'm, I'm 82. I'm a hell of a lot older than you, you are. You look fabulous. <laughs> I, I thought you were like 47, 47 oh, 40. No, Lord, seriously. I'll send a check tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just send me no. kids. That's it. <laughs> Seriously, uh, when I lived in Brooklyn, it was all, well, it was during the Second World War. So America didn't have much of anything. But now Brooklyn has become, I would love to live in Brooklyn again. I can't afford it. It's in the millions of dollars. You know, especially Williamsburg. I don't know if you remember Williamsburg. It was broken down, uh, junky neighborhood. Now it's all like uh, galleries, art galleries, uh, bars. (laughs) When I come to New York, I'm going to go back. What's Park Slope? Come to visit. Uh, if you have in New York, both of you come to visit uh, my studio, my home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Because I used to live on um, Columbia Street and Pineapple in Brooklyn Heights when we moved from the projects in Red Hook. Mm-hmm. And that was an upscale neighborhood. The house that my parents bought for $3,500 was on the corner. They knocked that house down to put up the building for the blind. And that property would have probably been worth millions of, of dollars. But they paid $3,500 for that house. And they had a mortgage. <laughs> I know. That dreads forever. <laughs> they, had pay, they had to pay it off monthly, like $25 a month or something was yeah. their mortgage. <laughs> Actually, in the chat room, they love your purple hair. Um, oh, so they love your purple hair. And I was, also, I was inspired by Aileen's pink hair. Aileen's pink hair, yes. Oh, yeah, Aileen, I have to put some color in a little bit. I love it. So how, so how, first of all, how did you get into Parsons? Obviously, you had to be really good because Parsons doesn't take anybody that's not really, really good. Well, so you're. I, I went to, I was lucky. I was actually first year in Michigan. And uh, there was nothing happening. Flint, Michigan, it was like dead space. And uh, the, somehow uh, I got in, uh, introduced to the mayor uh, of uh, town. 
and he sponsored me into a private uh, school, and the principal from there brought me to Parsons with my portfolio. <coughs> and that's, you know, plus my father took a big loan. If you, if, <laughs> if you had red hair, if your hair was red, a dark red, you could look like Sophia Loren. Oh, God bless. Have, have people told you that? That you no. resemble Sophia Loren? No, but in the late 80s, and I'm not giving out my age, in the late 80s, I had flaming red hair, and um, I studied with Herbert Berkov acting for one year in HB Studio. So he told me, I'll make you a second Sophia Loren. <laughs> Never happened. I, I didn't have enough, uh, you know, to be an actor, you need so much energy and effort. And I don't think I could, I could put it out at that time, you know? It's... Um, but you look at what you are putting at it. It's so fabulous. So so you do all the different mediums because I saw, uh, first of all, you guys, you can go to Tati Design Studio, T-A-T-Y Design Studio.com. Like I saw like beautiful T-shirts and I saw like all kinds of stuff. Tell us all the different mediums you do. I, I Actually, I just made a collection of T-shirts. I didn't put them out yet for sale. I just print, got them printed. Uh, I did a couple of them for... Um, Ukrainian. Uh, actually, if you give me one second, I can show it to you. Do you have okay. a minute? I just need to run to another room to get it. Go okay. ahead. That's fine. I'll, I'll sing I love. I love the, the colors. The, the Jimi Hendrix and the Bob Marley too yeah. are so amazing because I know what they look like, um, which is awesome. Oh, there we go. She's he's got some pictures too that he's throwing up. Mm -hmm. There you go, Juan. Good job. Um, oh, that's from Wonderama in New York. Oh, look at the Jim Morrison one. That's freaking awesome. Like that's really like cool. Way to go, Juan. Good job. Um, what a great artist, too. Hey B, B says she's great. Here's another one for you, B. Check it all out. The Jimi Hendrix stuff is so cool. And we slept in the Jimi Hendrix room at right. Su Wong's mansion in the bed. In, her that, stay. in the bed that Jimi Hendrix slept. Yeah, so it's so much fun. You gotta like love it. So I did uh, uh, like a group of uh t-shirts, like this one for doors, because I love Jim Morrison. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. How are you priced? I didn't decide the prices yet, but I don't want them. <laughs> Only because we're going to have people that are going to want to buy them, and they want to know how much they cost. That's okay. We'll just tell them to check out her website, TattooDesignStudio.com, right. and when she's ready to sell them, you'll know. We'll let you know, everybody. They're not going to be they're not going to be crazy high-end, but they're not going to be super cheap either. You know, like, for people can afford them. I'll probably yes. have a few different collections. And uh, the one I'm wearing is $10. They're not $10. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and this one I just did for James Hetfield that I forgot his name. Yes. My goodness. Oh, that's a so great beautiful. one. They're beautiful. Yeah. And the back, it says Riff Life. It's his tattoo that he has on his knuckle, you know, on his fingers. Yes. And XL, it's a Roman letters. It stands for 40, which 40, 40th anniversary of their band. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. That's and funny that's a other t-shirts. So you, you do beautiful work. So Thank how did you, you so much. 
How did you get your start then in New York? You graduated from Parsons, and then how did you get it so people knew who you were? What? Uh oh, what happened? Oh, I'll tell you, it's still coming up. I don't oh, know. Okay. Sorry about it. And it's usually people who never call you ever. Yes. <laughs> So uh, when I, uh, before Parsons, and when I came from Michigan, there was like a time frame, and I did portraits uh, in Greenwich Village, you know, just on the street. There was like a whole uh, group of artists, like hippies, and like uh, on uh, 6th Avenue and West 4th Street, there was like a park. So we had like a whole commune there who were doing art mostly poor so i did that and uh, you know parsons and then after like i did odd jobs like hand painting here there and then i started working in the fashion business i did that for a long time you know like companies like loft and taylor yes uh, i did stuff for nordstrom's i did some dior scarves you know like that um i always i always I always had my own company. I never worked full time. I'm I can't. You know, it's it ties up my freedom too much. That's like right. Did, yeah, like corp to corp or you you paint a lot of musicians, so you must obviously like I wrote down Bob Marley, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Lady Gaga I saw on your website, Kurt Cobain and Brad Pitt. Yeah, and, look, uh, look at this dude. I like him a lot. Let, let me show you. Can you can you see him? Yes. That's Demiano. I don't know who that is. So who uh, is Demiano? It's a young band, but they are awesome from Italy, and he's the lead singer. The name is Maniskin. And when I heard their music, I was like in love, and he looks so sexy. So I'm like, I have to paint him. Like. Oh, wait, I know Maniskin, though. That's the name of the band, right, Maniskin? Yeah, yeah. They have one song I did a TikTok video to. They're really good. So this is Damiano. Okay. It's, uh, beautiful. Yeah. Very beautiful. Don't they sing that song that goes, put your loving arms around? Let's see, hang on. Yes, yes. Maniskin. Yes. My, my daughter, she's nine, and she kind of played it for me first time. I was like, I was hooked on it. I was like, oh, my God, I love this band. Oh, Beggin'. The name of the song is Beggin'. Yes. Oh, Just for two seconds. Yeah, damn, right? Yeah, Maniskin, you guys, they're awesome. I like love. No, they won't, because we're not playing the video. On, it doesn't matter. Day. You're projecting this image. Yeah, no, we're fine. See, we get kicked off if we do the, these kind of things. No, we're fine. They kick us off the air. If we, we're fine. Uh, so oh. we're not playing the video. It's if you play the video. We're not playing a video. Okay. So why, why? They think it's like a, like we're advertising them or something? If I play a video from a band that's a popular band and stuff, then YouTube yeah. shuts us down. Oh. Even if even if the band if even if the band is our guest on our show, they shut them. us down. Oh my god! Then we do the karaoke. We sing. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll do the karaoke and sing. You gotta like love it. I love it. Um, okay, so who's your so so? Uh, how do you determine who you're gonna paint? Well, you probably get a lot of commissions, right? You get a lot of commissions? I do. I do. But uh, like right now, my focus was like, I'm not commissioned by Metallica, but I'm going to their concert on this weekend. My husband and I are going. And, uh, 
you know, I wanted to give them these two pieces, you know, like, but apparently, I'm, I, you know, I was trying to get in touch with their management and so far I didn't hear anything from them and hopefully I can gift it to them, you know, but, oh, that's very nice. but very I have nice. like a private clients who, you know, sometimes people like a lot of times there's one person that's alive and lost a loved one and they want like portrait together. You know, I, I noticed one thing in me that when I paint portrait, like people ask me, how do you make them so like they staring at me? Like, really, you know, not just like a face on a photograph, you know, I'm alone canvas and that person like usually, you know, from photograph because people don't have time. Yeah. Like Bob Marley. Whatever. I, I get into them. I don't know how to explain it, but I try to become them at the moment when I'm painting and feel what they felt or, you know, like by listening to their interview music or just like, like trying to get in their soul and then come out from that. <laughs> Listen to a lot of Jimi Hendrix, Bob Marley in the doors. You must, because you have, you've painted them several times. Of course. Yes. Yes. I also love Nirvana. Love Nirvana. No, I like Nirvana. Yeah. But most on most artists that I've known over my lifetime, Andre Saz. Are you familiar with the artist Andre Saz? Yes, yes. He was a very good friend of mine when I lived in Beverly Hills. He and his wife Violetta oh. were very good friends. And I asked him. I said, "How do you paint?" He said, "I I don't see. I feel." That's it. He feels the canvas. He doesn't see the canvas. And his work, you know, he's in the museum in Israel with the hand holding the rose. Mm -hmm. I have that here. And I have a wonderful sketch that Andre Saz did of me when I was a can young I man. Can, can, can I see it? Can I see it? Off the wall. Hang on. Yes. Oh, I don't even know what he's talking about. So there you but, go. I guess. Oh, for the inspiration, I actually, like I was thinking about it, what makes me pick one subject, you know, against that. It's not just musicians. It's people who like uh, colorful, like, you know, not uh, if they create something interesting or they sound interesting, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, it has to be something that goes goes your way. Uh, oh, you can barely see that one. Well, it's fading. I'm going to have to have it processed. This is his famous painting that's hung in Israel. The hand holding up the rose. Oh my God, it's gorgeous! What is it? What media is this? Is it uh, oil or ink? I don't know what it is. It's probably watercolor. Looks like watercolor. And here, yeah, it looks like. Watercolor. I don't know if you could see it. It's fading. But there, yeah. this this here is his father, and this is me. I'm on this side. You turn a little bit so it doesn't glare. Yeah. And without humanity, there is no art, is the article he wrote. And he signed it. Wow. Andre Saz is a fabulous artist. I only wished I could have afforded his work. This is back in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. His work sold then from 50000 and up. Yeah. And that was a lot of money back in the 1970s. It's still a lot of money. It's well, his work is phenomenal. You had to <laughs> No, his work was brilliant. He used to paint a head of a person and all 
clock mechanism showing, you know, like winding mm -hmm. the clock. Brilliant artist. So who? Uh, so if you could paint anybody in the world that, that 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 is still alive that you could actually gift it to, who would be your favorite person to paint that you could go meet and give them a gift? Well, I'm doing right now James Hetfield, but I have to do him. For, it's not just him and his him and his wife, uh, but uh, I couldn't get him live, so I'm doing from photographs. You right. Know? I guess you guys gonna be my next subjects. <laughs> <laughs> she said we'll be your next subjects. No, you actually so much fun for painting. For yes, painting. I, I. I think it's very cool. Like I actually uh, let me just tell the story. It's an interesting story. How I met Andre Saz. I was taking a red eye flight to New York City, mm -hmm. and this very attractive woman sat next to me with a long black cape over her outfit. Oh, wow. As I got to speak to her, she said her name was Violetta Saz, and she was from Transylvania. So oh, immediately I thought she's a vampire because <laughs> she looked like a vampire with the cape. Well, we spoke the entire flight from LA to New York. When we arrived in New York early in the morning, before she left, we had a breakfast together and she unzipped all of the uh, liners, you know, and, and showed me the paintings of her husband that she was bringing to New York. Wow. Well, now I'm telling my friends when I got back to Beverly Hills, I met this interesting woman who was from Transylvania and she was in a black cape. <laughs> and everybody said, weren't you frightened to be on that flight with her? I said, well, when, when they turned all the lights off in the plane, it got a little weird. <laughs> but yeah. She was but, really know, in the she was really into yeah. the character. So that's my little story. Yes. Well, so you guys, oh, they, they live next door to Zsa Gabor. They oh, lived up I love in Zsa Gabor. Well, they, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, Violetta said that Zsa was a show-off and that if, if Violetta went to Zsa's house and if Violetta had on emeralds and diamonds, then Zsa would go upstairs and put on emeralds and diamonds, rubies and diamonds, sapphires and diamonds. <laughs> Well, she was, a, Zsa was a princess, and I think she married yeah, she the princess. everybody. Yeah. So the, the Saz didn't care for Zsa Gabor at all. Yeah, I love it. So, you guys, listen, you can go to tatidesignstudio.com to see all the different things. The t shirts will come up for sale soon. Her Instagram is Tati Alexa Horosko. So, it's T A T Y A L E X A H O R O S H K O, which is on the screen right now. Uh, for you to see if you want to follow her on Instagram and see all the things that she's doing uh, on Instagram. Um, how do you how do you like living in Brooklyn now? Do you still love it? I love Brooklyn. You know, I traveled uh, all over the United States. I actually drove just to see different states in love with the United States. But when I come back to the city, I mean, the New York, it's home. Love oh, yeah. it. Love it. I'm, I'm native New York. I miss New York terribly. Where are you guys now? Where are you located? Palm Springs, California. Palm, Palm Springs, California. Oh, that's beautiful too. A little hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's seeming hot here too. Very humid. Very hot. Yeah, we don't have the humidity that you have, but we have like, it was 116 the other day. It gets pretty hot, but we don't have your humidity. Uh, yeah. but, but he's from New York and I'm from Florida. And so we're used to the humidity because we've lived in it before, but we don't have it here, though. 
I was I was driving through Route A1, I think it's uh, from Seattle all the way down to Mexican border by the, you know, through LA and yes. But I got bit by stingray in Santa Cruz, so I was not very happy. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm an I'm an East Coast person, a New Yorker. I would I would uh, consider moving back again. I wouldn't think twice about moving back. And I would love, I would love to live in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Heights. I love Brooklyn Heights. It's 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 beautiful, you know. Uh, I mean, it was always beautiful, Brooklyn Heights. The the buildings, the, the apartments are gorgeous with fireplaces and carved moldings and French doors and windows that overlook the river. Yes. Oh God, is it beautiful? So is your is your husband also an artist? Because I saw pictures of you guys. I thought. No, uh, you know what? He's a designer. Actually, he's an engineer. Uh, and uh, back in, uh, he's originally from Ukraine, but he worked in Russia in up north, where like half a year it's just night. Uh, it's um, where the Gazprom, where they build Gazprom. You know the yeah. gas lines. And he had his own company. He actually built, designed, and built those plants. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but he's amazing clothing designer. A lot of uh, t-shirts I'm doing now. It's his ideas. You guys gonna love meeting him. I wanted him to be here today, but he has, uh, you know, he's uh, like working right now. So you met him? Did you meet him? Did you know him in the Ukraine, or you met him? No, because you moved when you were young. You met him here. We met here. I was, I was renting a room on my second floor in my house. Uh, and uh, he flew in and it was right before pandemia. And uh, he needed uh, like a room to stay. So he flew, literally flew into my house. <laughs> 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 then we were on the lockdown for like six months or whatever, you know. He yes. was like, he was like, I need to go buy a motorcycle. I want to ride through United States. I'm like, sit here. Let's meet each other. <laughs> oh, that's so cute, though. So, so you're kind of you're still newlyweds. Oh my God, yes. Yes, of course they are. And I have a we have a daughter, Renee. Well, she's nine. And would you like to meet her? Yeah, Renee. Come on in, Renee. Renee. Does she Come have for one second? Meet the guys. She's nine and she's entertaining guys? No, me no I said me. Oh, us. <laughs> I thought you said oh, leave the guys. And I was like, what's she doing with the guys? She's a little girl. <laughs> Hi, how are Hi, you? Good. Yeah. What? Oh, wow. Wait, do you know? Listen. Do you, this is Jimmy and this is Ron. And this is Renee. I, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, my sweetheart. But there are over five million people looking at you now all over the world. What's your name? People. <laughs> no, thank you. All over the world. We're, we're an international show. What's your name? She's Look, leaving. there she goes. <laughs> Five what? million got her away. <laughs> you thought it was just two of you. <laughs> you know, she has an absolute voice, uh, uh, a hearing. And uh, the music teacher told me that, uh, I mean, she didn't even need to tell me. She, her voice is like with the twist, you know, when she sings. It's just amazing. So I tell her, you need, I got her guitar. I got a couple of guitars here. I'm like, rock star. She's like, I don't want to be a rock star. I want to be a designer. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. You and guys, her age, she they, might change. They change yeah, they changed their mind. Oh, we yeah. have a dog. We have a dog. No, it's a Tyson. It's a cat. 
Yes, we have a black dog, a little black dog where that's black Astro? and white. Astro, Astro, come here. He hides underneath this, this thing. Now. Astro, where are you? Anyway, I love it. Here he comes. Come here. I hear him. Come He's here. down there. Come here, Astro. Come to dad. So anyway, uh, one more time, everybody, check out TatiDesignStudio.com. Here's Astro. Hi, Astro. So he's our, Hi, Astro. our he's rescue. He's our seven-pound rescue. Oh, my yeah, God. He's, he's like so our cute. child. He's a little. <laughs> he's adorable. Your cat looks big. Your cat looks big. He's not too big. It's just I the camera. Hey, Ty. Oh, okay. It's just the camera. Okay. Yeah. I like blue. He's a little I boy. love black cats. I love black cats, so it yeah. works out perfect. All right, so so um, everybody, please check out Tati Design Studio. We want to wish you well with you and your yes, your newlywed listen, husband. If we get to Brooklyn, we will look you up. Yeah, oh, all you need to really do is work. just if call to, me. Uh, just Brooklyn. call me and come. We're Absolutely, we would love that. There used to be a nice little restaurant on Montague Street. You know Montague Street? Yes, In yes, Brooklyn. it's more like towards Williamsburg. There's a nice little restaurant. We should all go there for lunch. I would love <laughs> if to. If it's still there. I don't know if it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tati, thank you so much. Congratulations. You're a true talent. Your work is beautiful. And you're thank beautiful. You thank you for coming and on the show. And everybody, thanks so much. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Eileen Shapiro, too, since she set it up. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Can turn out to be so wrong. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh.